0: What steps does it take to rehabilitate and release animals to the wild? Joining us to discuss is somebody who knows all about that. Graham Dixon McCallum, conservation research population ecologist at Wilder Institute Calgary Zoo. Good morning to you, Graham. Good morning. So we know about the great work done at the Wilder Institute Calgary Zoo and the breeding facilities that they exist. But what about that process? It, uh, that it goes through uh, the whole process that's set up for an animal to be back into the wild. How does that work? Can you walk us through that?
1: Yeah, I can. Um, there's there's a lot of steps that that go th- that uh, you know we go through before releasing an animal, and it depends a little on on which animal it is. But it starts really with the design of the facilities so that the animals have the best uh, facility for their care. Um, for You know, I work a lot on burrowing owls, so they have a facility that's big enough so they can be flying a lot and have artificial burrows to use. Um, and then we also will provide a degree of care to the animals after we've released them. Um, it's often looked at as though we wondered if we would just take an animal and just kind of put it out in the wild, and that'd be sort of what we'd call a hard release. Uh, but we, we generally, it's more successful if you do something called a soft release where you provide some degree of care for those animals once you've released them back into the, into the wild.
2: Graham, let's talk a little bit about uh, those burrowing owls that you mentioned. I know your team is is very involved in in getting these uh, these beautiful little beasts released again. So after all this planning, you go for the soft release and then for example there might be a snowstorm or bad weather. What do you do with these animals? Do you still release them?
1: It it, it depends a bit. Um yeah, certainly when we're we're doing these releases, we have to have backup plans and and backup plans for our backup plans sometimes. Um, You know, in some cases we've had snow on when we've been releasing burrowing owls before, but fortunately it was only just a little bit and we give these owls uh, artificial burrows that we build for them uh, for them to nest in and and roost in after we release them so they have a place to go into underground so if it's just a little bit of snow we might go ahead or we might have to might have to to hold them back depending on the, the species or the project.
0: Well, I'm sure we can't talk about, you know, the animals being exactly on the same page, every species of animal that you have at the Wilder Institute Calgary Zoo. Uh, is it based uh, on age for these animals, or is it behavior in studying them and, and looking at their readiness? How does that work?
1: Well, uh, yeah, it, it's based particularly on, on the species and sort of what kind of care they might need. So for, for burrowing owls, we release them into these artificial burrows that I mentioned, and we also put a little enclosure over the burrow for up to about two weeks so that when we release a male-female pair in there, uh, they have some time to get to know each other and hopefully uh, have a nest. Um, so it, it's more based on, on particularly the, the individuals, but yeah, and what you kind of expect the conditions are that they need when they're back in the wild
2: graham i personally have attachment issues i wouldn't want to release them i think after i got attached to them after you've you've raised them and you've brought them back to health these beautiful little beasts for for example the owls is that does that happen does the team kind of get you know attached to, to these animals that you're helping
1: i mean definitely i think people get attached to them there we work with so many really just charismatic and and fascinating and wonderful species that it would be almost impossible not to get attached but it's also a real celebration for us when we're releasing animals back to the wild. There's something so wonderful about about seeing these animals, you know, having a chance um, at post-release. And and so as much as we're attached, we're also really excited. It's I don't know. It's probably not unlike a parent sending their kids off to school or when a child moves out. You know, you're probably sad to see them go, but also in other ways really excited and and proud of them as they move on in their lives.
0: Animals, you know, that are you know raised in a, a facility at the Wilder Institute Calgary Zoo, are they released exclusively into Alberta? or Are there other parts of the world that you'll release these animals?
1: Not not exclusive, exclusively into Alberta. Um, for example, there's northern leopard frogs and Vancouver Island marmots that are, are released in in British Columbia, and then we also collaborate on on some other programs uh, doing conservation efforts uh, overseas uh, as well. Um,
2: Graham, I wanted to ask you, it's not on our, our, you know, necessarily talking about this this morning, but I'm pretty excited about it because I keep seeing the billboards are up. There's a lot of social media around the beautiful polar bear boys that have arrived at the Calgary Zoo. I know we're going to get a chance to see them into the month of December. What's it like making sure that, you know, their habitat is set up properly? Is this just another example of, of the great work that the team at the Wilder Institute Calgary Zoo takes on?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think so. And my work is is much more focused on on wildlife after we've released them. And I'm, I'm not really involved in, mm-hmm, in designing mm-hmm. enclosures like the type of, of space that the polar bears have. But I do know that the team designing it would have been consulting with people who've been working with polar bears, both in human care and in the wild for, for many, many years to design facilities that are the best that they can possibly be. And Um, and and I've seen some bits of it. I'm not over in that part much, but it's a a really beautiful space, and, yeah, we're very excited about that.
0: Great. Uh, Thank you so much for your time and your insight, Graham. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. That is Graham Dixon McCallum, uh, conservation research population ecologist at Wilder Institute Calgary Zoo, and, of course, online, calgaryzoo.com or wilderinstitute.org.